It is a Wednesday on Scoops with DannyMac.com. As always, Brian Walton and our visit with Brian of TheCardinalNation.com is presented by Blue Tail Medical Group. Great alternative to surgery. Think about the folks at Blue Tail Medical Group. They'll keep you in the game prior to surgery, and it's uh, Doctors Wolf, Bays, and Crane, all at Blue Tail Medical Group, and they're located in Chesterfield, Missouri. Uh, Brian Walton is out in Arizona. The Arizona Fall League will kick off, and uh, great time to catch up with him. Brian, as always, thanks for your time. How you doing? I'm doing great, Dan. You know, it's amazing. A week ago, we were talking about the, the Cardinals in the postseason, and now that, that run is over, but a new season starts, and that's the Arizona Fall League. The 30-game schedule begins today. The the team the Cardinals are on play tonight uh and then you know that will run till almost uh, Thanksgiving yeah you wrote about it uh, yesterday at thecardinalnation.com really informative article about the rules and and how this works and the players that'll be there and some great players uh have come and gone through the Arizona Fall League so uh let's start with the Cardinals that are headed to Arizona and how they pick them how did this all come about well, there's kind of two ways that organizations typically look at adding players to the Arizona Fall League. And this, of course, is a, is a prospect showcase primarily, and uh, it allows players to, you know, continue their, their seasons into the, into the fall, really in October and November. So, you know, one group of players are players who may have had injuries during the season, didn't get as many at-bats as they would like, or maybe because of their assignments, they didn't get as many at-bats. So, an example of that would be Jake Walsh, a reliever who's going down there, who was the pitcher of the month in the system in May. Uh, very successful start, former starter, but successful start to the season as a reliever in Springfield. And then he suffered an injury and, you know, was out from June until, until really early September. So a guy like Jake Walsh is going down there to throw innings and get ready for next year. Uh, another player that certainly fits that uh, mold is a guy that we know very, very well, and that's Jordan Hicks who interestingly first appeared in the Arizona Fall League in 2017. And at that time, Jordan Hicks was, you know, just coming off time at high A. And, uh, you know, he went down to pitch in Arizona. And then, of course, as everybody remembers, he came to 2018 Major League Camp with no double-A AA or triple-A experience, made the club, and really the rest was history. Now, we know Jordan Hicks missed much of this season with, right elbow inflammation and that was on the heels of a, of a torn UCL that that happened in 2019 so uh, Jordan Hicks got back uh, had about I think three rehab uh, one inning appearances for with Memphis and so he'll be looking to build his innings to prepare for next year so the, as I said one example are guys who who didn't get a full oh another one who didn't really get a full season in and you don't really think about it but that's Lars Nukbar. Um like Jordan Hicks, Lars is a little bit unusual in that he has major league experience. But if you look, really, you know, Lars was a, a reserve player with St. Louis. He played when um, uh, Dylan Carlson was hurt, and, he, you know, he got some opportunities here and there. But really, he didn't rack up lots of innings or, or lots of at-bats this year. So it's a good opportunity for Lars Newtbar to continue his development as a left-handed hitter to, to go down and, and get some time in Arizona. Arizona Fall League, by the way, and and keep going, by the way, with some of the names. You have a few others I'm sure you want to add into this. Well, yeah. I mean, then the other side of the coin are the guys who are prospects. And they're on the cusp of the major leagues. Uh, Juan Yepes was really on the cusp of the major leagues because, of course, he was added to the uh, wild card roster, wasn't called upon to hit or to play in that game. But Juan Yepes is a first baseman we've talked a lot about this year. 
led the system in doubles as well as home runs, RBI slugging at age 23. So very successful year with a bat, really a, a guy that, that um, you know, jumped forward. And, you know, there'll, there'll be a lot of close watch eyes on him in Arizona. It was a triple-A all-star to see whether he's going to be ready to take a role with St. Louis next year. And if so, you know, what kind of role that might be. Um, Nolan Gorman's down there. Everybody knows Nolan Gorman and, and what he's done. If you don't, uh, you're probably on the wrong podcast listening here. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Nolan Gorman's really done everything the Cardinals have asked him to do uh, two times in the Futures game. And, you know, now is ready to, you know, come to camp next spring. But in the meantime, he's going to come to Arizona, get some more bats, continue to build his skills at second base. Um, Zach Thompson, of course, the left-handed starting pitcher. Uh, you know, the biggest question with Zach Thompson, I think, was his durability. Was Zach Thompson, you know, going to be continually hurt or not? And he made 19 starts for Memphis through almost 100 innings. And in the AFL, he'll go well over 100. And uh, so he's, you know, going down there to continue to build uh, his durability so that he can be ready to come to camp next year, next spring as well. Uh, interestingly enough, the Cardinals have a second starter, uh, Andre Palante, who is a guy that was kind of below the radar. He's up to number 12 on our prospect list, uh, was drafted in 2019, of course, missed 2020 like so many, um, jumped right over to the double A this year with no high A or low A, and uh, made 22 starts for Springfield, pitched extremely well, missed about three and a half weeks with COVID, but still – uh, made the second most starts of, of any player in the system, pitcher in the system. And so some combination of Andre Palante and Zach Thompson will likely be uh, starting uh, for the Glendale Desert Dogs in Arizona. And, and then the last, the last, the eighth player uh, is on what they call a taxi squad, which means um, each team gets seven regular players and then an eighth guy who can be available to play on just Wednesdays or and Saturdays. But uh, playing time can open up for them later in the, in the AFL season if somebody gets hurt or somebody leaves the, uh, the team. And that's uh, Brendan Donovan as an infielder, was primarily a second baseman, third baseman, but also picked up first base, shortstop, left field this year at Springfield. Um, you know, consistently a, a 300 hitter, you know, pretty much wherever he played. Uh, like Lars Newtbar did in 2019, Brendan Donovan played at three different levels this year, started at high A and finished the season at uh, – at Memphis, and then he was another one who got the call to be on the taxi squad for the Cardinals in the wild card. So it was a whirlwind year for uh, left-handed hitting Brendan Donovan, and he's going to be in the Arizona Fall League as well. So that's the uh, the eight prospects that'll that'll be down there playing this uh, thirty-game schedule. I want to go back to Jordan Hicks for a moment. So primarily, he'll be used as a starter. Is that correct? Well, I don't know that he will be used as a starter. And again, you know, Brendan Hicks, uh, sorry, Jordan Hicks was a starter in his rehab simply because he's a major leaguer. And typically when major leaguers do rehabs in the minor leagues, they are allowed to pitch first. So they don't have to sit down in the bullpen and wait for hours and hours until it's their turn to go. So I don't know that Jordan Hicks is going to be ramping up and throwing starters innings. Um, but, you know, he might start games just because he is who he is, which is, you know, one of the most proven major league players down there. I know there's been some talk about, you know, what his role is going to be next year with St. Louis. In fact, when I, I hope to interview him down there while I'm there, and I, I want to ask him that very question. Um, but, you know, he's, he's only thrown single innings for Memphis, so I don't think he's going to, you know, hop right up to throwing five innings right away or anything like that. I would have been fascinated, Brian, if the uh, Cardinals would have advanced, uh, if we would have seen Jordan Hicks before the season is through. 
Yeah, yeah, and this, you know, the same. I was wondering kind of what they would do with Lars Newbar as well. I yeah. would assume they probably would have probably would have pulled him from the AFL and kept him with St. Louis since he was the, you know, the fourth outfielder. But you know, you're right, Dan. Um, the the rosters, of course, being down to down to 26 after as opposed to 28 the the last month of the season, some tough decisions had to be made. But the Cardinals had a lot of you know had a number of injuries in the bullpen uh, where guys you know weren't available, and so. You know, if Jordan Hicks would have continued to pitch well in those minor league rehab assignments, they might have been tempted to bring him in like they did with Dakota Hudson. Because you, you remember, everybody probably remembers, you know, the word you know, Dakota wanted to come back. He was going to come back. And everybody kind of, you know, downplayed from the organization, downplayed that because they didn't want to put pressure on him. But he showed in and he, uh, he, Dakota Hudson, pitched more minor league appearances than most guys do in rehab. But Dakota Hudson showed he was ready to go. And so he earned the spot, you know, on that roster. Sure. Uh, Brian Walton is my guest, as always, on Wednesdays. And head to thecardinalnation.com to follow what's happening at the Arizona Fall League and see some of the great insights and interviews and updates from the Arizona Fall League and on the Cardinals minor league system. You wrote about this a couple of days ago, a couple of really good articles in the past week, by the way, Brian, at your site. And um, the Arizona Fall League at times has been used kind of like a training ground for rules. Now we saw that in the minor leagues, but what, what are you expecting here in the next month or so with some of the, uh, you know, odd rules that they maybe could, could implement here in the next month or so? Yeah, they're, they're doing a, a handful of, of rules down in the Arizona Fall League. One of them, um, on-field timers where they have a, actually a kind of like a football game, you know, where, where there's a, the count before uh, a team's called for, uh, you know, spending too much time. But they've been they've used that in the past in the Arizona Fall League as well, so it really isn't different. Uh, it may be different for some of the players who hadn't played there before, but the idea is to, you know, enforce time limits between pitches and innings and pitching changes to keep the game moving smooth, smoothly. That kind of move typically uh, everybody gets used to and it doesn't turn out to be a big problem. Uh, one thing that they are doing, which will get a lot of attention, is they have banned shifts. So not only are two defenders required on each side of second base on the infield, those players have to have their feet on the dirt when the ball is thrown. So, you know, none of the second baseman playing short right field or, or anything like that, or, or three guys on the right side or three guys on the left side. So that will be very interesting and something I want to talk to, to Nolan Gorman about, you know, as he's learning second base. Um, Another rule they're going to do there, which they did in AAA this year, and it seemed to be fine. People didn't seem to get too concerned about it, was larger bases. Uh, a standard base is 15 inches, but this last year they increased the base sizes to 18, um, and that gave the runners perhaps a little bit better chance to to advance and uh, potentially maybe cut down on injuries, although I haven't seen any data about that. Um, the other rule change that they're going to test in Arizona at one of the six sites only is the automated balls and strikes, the ABS system that they used in Palm Beach this year. Um, and, you know, typically that, that technology is installed in major league parks. And, of course, that's used to help the whole, help the whole plate umpire make the ball and strike calls. And it, it's not the, in place of, but the, the home plate umpire is attached to a – to another person by radio and they give them the, the view of what the electronic signal was and the umpire still, you know, makes the actual call on the field. When I saw that in Palm Beach this year, it seemed to me like there were a couple of times where there were delayed calls. And, you know, you really like to see a ball and strike count, a ball and strike call be made very, very quickly. But, you know, perhaps when they get into a better groove, that will be, uh, be smoother. So that's the kind of things they'll be testing down in the uh, Arizona Fall League this year. 
uh, to follow Brian, just go to also Twitter, but thecardinalnation.com. You're going to be in Arizona. So uh, how long are you going to be there and, and give our listeners and your readers an idea of what's all coming back on your site? Well, I hope to catch uh, all eight of these players as well as Dean Kikafer. Uh, folks may remember that name. Dean was a left-handed a reliever with the Cardinals, and he moved into coaching a couple years ago. Uh, he was a pitching coach at Palm Beach, and now he'll be down in the Arizona Fall League. So I want to talk to all these folks that I mentioned and uh, you know, not only talk to them about the season but what they're up to, and uh, those interviews will be available. And uh, the Cardinal Nation every day, just like we did during the regular season, we'll have a recap of the previous day or nights AFL games. Some games are played in the afternoon, some games are played in the evening. Uh, but we'll have a recap the next morning of the prior day's game so folks can read about what uh, what these prospects are doing uh, during that uh, uh, 30 games of over six weeks down in Arizona. Looking forward to it, Brian. Thank you as always. We'll catch up next Wednesday, get a full report, and follow Brian at thecardinalnation.com. Thank you, my man. So long, Dan.